0: Today is April 15th, and the Yankees have lost another series. They lost their third series at home on the season to the White Sox. A loss, a win sandwiched in between, then another loss, and let's talk all about this fun series. the weekly awards stat lines steaming hot
1: takes Get your yankees news with these two fine dudes it's time for talking yanks talking yanks with old john boy john boy and jake talking yanks with old john boy john boy and jake
0: all right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Talking Yanks. We got another glum series to talk about, another loss on podcast day, which is zero fun for us. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Colorado, Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. And this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by a whole group of just very nice people. These people make my day. Charles Conradi. Conradi. Han Hanratty is from Catch Me If You Can. But Charles Conradi. Robin Daly. Wow. That guy should become a thief.
2: Could be a lady.
0: I just use guy for everyone. Some okay. guy. That, that lady should become a thief. She's Robin Daly. Robin Daly. Robin Daly, Jason Rosett, Rosett, Fernando Erler, Tony Oh Locasio. Locasio? Uh, Yeah, you're around
2: it. Locasio.
0: Matthew Amore. And Anthony Garagno. Gerga-
2: Ger- Garagno? We might have done him last week.
0: Okay. Done might have
2: doubled up on Garagno. Good for him. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Anthony.
0: Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. It's $2 a month. You support us, a whole big deal. You get access or you get the chance to win two Yankee jerseys, no name on the back, from a from a majestic manufacturer a month, one via raffle, one via contest. You get early access, live access. You can chat with us and we do a little... Sometimes we hang around in the post show and talk to people in the live chat, do a little... Post game of the podcast. I don't know. So there's some other stuff. We posted a Game of, Th- of Thrones talk for the patrons
2: this yeah, week. Yeah, we, we kind of stumbled into that the other day. We were we were just talking, and you, oh, you got one. Someone you know gave you like a Game of Thrones Death Pool thing, and we just started talking, and we we're like, hey, I, I mean, if we're actually gonna do this, <laughs> we'll throw it up there. So I mean, not the biggest perk of Patreon, watching us talk Game of Thrones for thirty minutes, but uh, a lot of the Patreon people that were Throners liked it. So
0: yeah, KP Watershed. We, we just
2: try to give you guys more. We try to give our Patreon everything because those the two dollars a month really help us. So.
0: K- KP Watershed caught a yogiism that you said in the Game of Thrones talk. Did you see that? It's actually pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Jake said it's a coin toss. It can go so many different ways. That's, that's really good. That's really good. I like that quote. Uh, that's
2: uh, that's that quote is the definition of how I've been talking out of my ass for three decades.
0: <laughs> You'd never make a decision on anything. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> all right, this this month's contest from uh, we have the off day on Monday, so get all of your bets, your not your bets, but all your tr- answers in to buy tomorrow by the end of the day Monday. Ha- who's going to lead the Yankees in hits? The rest of april how many games yeah. is it jake i, I think remember. it was 14 14 games who's gonna lead the yankee in Yankees yeah i think it was heads. 14
2: because i wanted to do like starts or or i wanted to do a pitching thing but it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked out with the 14 but yeah we're just doing most hits Fifth, straight
1: up right? four,
0: 14 you're right 14 games, most hits, so obviously there's only a limited amount of people you can choose from. There's going to be people that choose the same hits, so the, the, the first tiebreaker is going to be closest to the actual number of hits. So in right. 14 games, is DJ LeMay you going to get two hits in every game? Is your guess going to be around 28 for DJ? That's what my guess would be if I wow. was to enter, but I'm not. So if you're a Patreon, if you think you have the answer to this, sign up for Patreon, put it in. The winner will receive a jersey.
2: All right, and let's... yeah, if if, if you're kind of lost for that, again, we we give away two jerseys a month. This one is literally if you guess the right player and the right amount of hits, you get a Yankee jersey, like a nice Yankees jersey. So uh, maybe think about signing up for Patreon. Uh, and and good luck to the Patreons that enter this one.
0: I hope someone takes my pick and wins on it right there.
2: You think Lemayhu tw- twenty-eight hits in t- 14, <laughs> fourteen games?
0: Two hits a game.
2: Yeah, that that'd be uh, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. you you thought Lemay was going to be a popular pick? I don't know. I think at some point he has to come down. I don't know. I don't want to influence picks. All
0: right, let's move on to this series versus the White Sox. Three games, Jake. How are you feeling right now? What's your state of mind coming to the people? Where are where's your headspace
2: at, Jim? It's it's a couple things. A this day's not going to be ruined for me because the Tiger Woods stuff was awesome. Um I was a mush for a little bit. I was just like crying and sobbing. It, it was it actually surprised me. Like I'm I'm not shy with my emotions, but I I was taken aback by how emotional I was with the Tiger Woods stuff, just seeing his kids there and you know, the one of one of the bigger comebacks of all time for one of the best athletes of all time. Um and then I was like, Okay, let's get this Yankees win. Like it's it's time to do that. And then they didn't. It. it was another sloppy loss. And, Jim, the thing that's freaking me out was it. you, you didn't walk away and you were like, man, ah, terrible Yankees loss. You know, they, they didn't hit, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it, most Yankee fans just walked away like, yep, this was another game in the 2019 season. This is what this season has been. And that sucks. Um, I'm, I'm bipolar, I guess.
0: Right. Not bipolar, but if someone was like, you're being hypocritical – I would say, yeah, I am, I guess. But my point is this. Yeah. The first game that we lost of this White Sox series, the players on the field lost the game. Right. It, like, you could say the injuries were bad, but no, it was Glaber making errors. It was hat pitching poorly. Like, that's what lost them that game. This game, this third game, I chalk it up to our lineup, just straight sucks. Yeah. And I'm like, the injuries lost this game. So that's all. I mean, that's kind of how my brain is with baseball. Each game is its own different thing. But someone could say, you just said that the injuries didn't. Like, you know, what I mean? it's it's this fucking weird place all fans are in right now. Like, how much can we blame on the injuries and how much is just the people that are healthy aren't performing well? And it's a mixed bag. And I go back and forth on it for each game. Like I just said, So I'm pretty frustrated. I wasn't that frustrated, like, until the loss was official this third loss, and then it came official on it's like what you said, like this is just life for the next couple weeks. like this is just life as a Yankees fan. This sucks,
2: yeah, yeah, and I Jim, the first game was even more bizarre because of the rain and it getting called early because it the Yankees were in control of that game and they were like rallying and doing good stuff. It almost. I've said this before. One of the big things with last year, it always felt like the rally came a little too late. Like it felt like if the Yankees had one more inning, that they would have won like ten more games last year. This game the first game kinda felt like that, but it was just a seven inning game that got called because of rain. We had a big at-bat that the basically the White Sox pitcher was daring the umpire to stop the game and he didn't do it. Our guy gets out, (laughs) we give up two home runs, and then they call it. And it's just like like, that almost didn't seem like real life at the time. Like, you walked away, like, almost not expecting that, accepting that as a loss. And I don't know. It's it's just a mixed bag, man. It's a, every day. But, yeah, like, I almost celebrated the win yesterday. I was like, yeah, this feels good again. A win. And, well, like, CeCe came back. Are we turning it around? Yeah, let's nope.
0: go. Let's start burning the games. We'll talk a little bit more about them individually. Sure. All right. Are you ready? Game one? Yeah. On your mark. Get set.
2: Burn. Game one in the Bronx. The White Sox come to down, and who's on the mound for them, Jim? It's Lucas Giolito. He's lovely. Yes, the girl from Ipanema. Stay with me, folks. Versus J Hap. John Krasinski gift from the office saying, What is happening? Because what is happening with J Hap, Jimmy? It's a nightmare. Anyways, top one, Yonder Alonzo, RBI single, 1-0 White Sox. But the Yanks would come back, Jim. DJ LeMayu, go DJ. That's my DJ. No, we can't use that in Yankees land. We go up 2-1 in the first. It's 3-1 after they didn't even know Romine, RBI single. Judge, sack, flight. We're up 4-1 after two. Yes, Yankees baseball, we're doing it. Top fo- four, we walk another Goddamn bottom of the lineup guy, and Lurie Garcia doubles. Two runs scored. Still 4 3 Yanks. Okay. Brett Gardner. I hate Brett Gardner. He hits a home run. It's 5 3 Yankees after four. And then top five. Oh no, Jim. Yonder Alonso again. Homer to right. Two run homer. We're locked up at five. Okay, okay. It's a fifth inning. This is okay. This is okay. No, everyone, welcome to Eloy Jimenez. It's his first major league home run. It's 7-5. Er? Bottom six, the Yankees put a little something together. Gio Urshela, you boy. RBI single, it's 7-6. Okay, okay, now the rain's coming down. And Jimmy, Chad Green, what's up, buddy? Eloy Jimenez, again, he enjoyed his first one so much, he'll have another 450 feet. Jeez. McCann gets one. And from there, Jimmy, let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Let it wash away my sanity. Because the Yankees lose 9-6 after seven innings.
0: After seven innings. Oh, man. That game started out nicely.
2: Yeah, it was... it was we were up four one on the White Sox after two innings. It was like okay, we're Lucas Giolito. I think he had the worst ERA of any starting pitcher that qualified last year, and he's got a six ERA this year. Dude, so like, Lucas right. Giolito
0: couldn't break a breaking ball that entire game. Mm. Every curveball he threw was hanging, and every fastball he threw was missing his spot crazily, and the Yankees. I mean, they put some runs up, but they should have just tore him to pieces. Every curveball he threw was a hanger. Was
2: yeah, nuts. and he, uh, I, I mean, they got four on him through two, and then he, he kind of tricked his way through a couple more innings, and then, I mean, the rain picked up, and it was just a, a slop fest. I, I don't know, man.
0: The Yankees only hit six times. Correct.
2: That's bullshit. They, they, I mean, six runs in, <laughs> in six innings, basically, um, and yeah, man, it was, it was a seven-six game. And by the way, I mentioned that Luke Voit bat before. Wait, there was Voigt three. Cook. We
0: could have got three more innings, three whole more turns of at bats to win this game. You're,
2: I, I'm scared now that you're just realizing how much this sucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just saw the seventh inning, so I didn't. Re- I forgot about how baseball works. I guess in my head and thought. Right. The Yankees just had two more opportunities, three more opportunities in a one-run ball game. Fucking rain. What the against, fuck? Suspend this game team, and let ag- us finish it later.
2: Against the team with the worst ERA in the league.
0: Why didn't I get this mad when it happened?
2: Because it just seemed like the norm par for the course. Like Chad Green came in and got rocked and we were all like shell-shocked by that and everyone just like shrugged and was like, all right, let's just end my Friday night.
0: Well, I don't even get that like, am I allowed to be upset with Chad Green for this game? I know the rest of the season he's been really off, but they were throwing balls in uh hurricane. The other pitcher almost hit Judge in the face, then hit Judge because he couldn't get a grip. You saw Chad keeping his hand underneath his armpit to try and keep it dry, and then he yeah. couldn't find his spot. Not that he's been pinpoint this season so far. The end of this game was bizarre. And now that I'm realizing, because you know what, at the time it felt like, we're never coming back from this, so just call this fucking game. But now, with a little, a little outside uh, thought process being removed from the situation, we had three innings in a one-run game, and it just got called. I'm, I'm mad now.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> welcome to the party. And yeah, it was. If you didn't watch, I'll, I'll go back to it. But Luke Void is up, and I want to say bases are hucked. Bases are hucked. That's what I want to say because that's my, my grasp of the English language. He hits a liner to left, but they brought in a new pitcher for him, Nasty Nate Jones, I believe, and he stepped off literally four times before throwing a pitch because he was daring the ump to cancel the game, yeah, or stop the game, and he wouldn't do it. So they they do.
0: What's that? He just kept stepping off. Blue, you gonna call this? It's fucking pouring.
2: Yeah, um, and then he he lines out, which I again if if. If that at bat goes differently, what are we talking about right here? And then Chad Green comes in, he's looked terrible this season. And um I mean, Aloy pounds one and then McCann hits a short porcher, and it's you're just looking around you're looking around. We're playing losing baseball in the pouring rain. And that's why I that's why I think the realization just hit you because when the game ended, it was almost a relief. It was like I don't have to watch our bullpen get knocked around anymore. The rain sucks. Good. Just end it. Yeah.
0: Wasn't fun. Hap it wasn't fun. Man.
2: Hap. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, he's been bad. Yeah.
0: You know what? It's, it's so frustrating. One, because Hap's being, been bad, and there's no denying that. But it's the same demons you're fighting off. I saw you fighting off on Twitter today. It's like, it's still three starts. Yeah. On a three-year deal. It's still three starts for Corbin on a seven year deal. But the amount of yeah. tweets I'm getting saying like it's official, and Corbin's a better pitcher than Hap. I get that. But let's just can we just keep it as wow, Corbin's pitching really good right now. Wow, Hap's pitching like shit right now, and not go into like, it's official. Cashman's a fucking idiot.
2: Yeah, I mean we're <coughs> Jimmy, we we get lost. It's still two weeks into the season. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we've played now 15 a, a games, si- a
0: six month season,
2: 15 games. So it, it's tough cause it, it is the body of work we have to work with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I did some numbers on it. I, I mean, if you, the Corbin contract, it should be approximately 198 starts. If he, that'd be 33 per year for the six years. So Patrick Corbin's done three starts in that contract and like we just lose sight that there's a good chance the final two, maybe three years of that contract are going to be awful, but we don't care about that right now because we're losing. Yeah. And Hap looks awful. (laughs) So bad. bad.
0: So bad. So bad. All right, let's burn game two. Let's keep it moving. Keep this train moving. What a fun time. The big man's back in the Bronx. On your mark. Get set. Hit the wrong button. On your
2: mark. Get set. Burn game two of the series return of the Mac once again with two C's CC's back baby the troops are coming home versus an old friend Ivan no fun for the White Sox good to see you and we had a bit of a pitcher's duel on our hands James we're scoreless until the seventh Luke Voigt pinch hits for Mike talkman because ah uh, yeah singles up the middle broken bat one nothing yanks Higgy comes up, Higgy, Higgy, Higgy Can't you see? Sack fly to right Greg Bird scores And then Tyler Wade, I put on for my city I put on a squeeze bunt 3-0 Yanks after 7 Court ordered Insurance, the judge His shortest home run of his career 335 down the line Jimmy, the pitching was great CC, 5 innings, 1 hit We go from the big man to the thin man Domingo Herman, 4 strikeouts in 2 innings, to Britain. To Chapman, shut out the White Sox, four nothing Yankees, babe. A
0: nice, clean, solid win. Great pitching from CeCe. Herman comes out. He looks just as sharp as he's looked so far this season. Um, good hitting. A nice rally there, which we can talk about that here. The nice rally that they had to get some runs across. I mean, the the fun after the game with CeCe in the press conference and JA Happ making a joke like a self deprecating joke. I I loved yeah. that. the The mood was turned, man. That was fun. It was you know what though. We should we should spend a little bit on CeCe doing what he did. I I in our pregame show said I love CeCe. I think he's gonna have a good year for us. But I wouldn't be shocked if he kind of has a stinker here. First start out could be rusty. Blah 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 blah. Incredible! One, he hit. looks
2: great. Uh, he he looks sexual. He looks bigger. I love it. Um, his his stuff was working, man. He he probably could have gone another inning. He was he was actually pretty shocked. Booney took him out, but it it was the right move by Boone. You had Domingo Herman ready to go. He's been one of your best pitchers. It's Cece's first start again, guys. This is the first leg of a long season. Um, this is, we're, we're through like one twelfth of the season so far. Um, so yeah, we, we yanked CC. He's awesome, man. And, and you're, you're totally right. And I, I think it was Nebraska Joe who I said something on Twitter, like how much I loved the hap asking CC a question in the interview because it was, it was everything. It was CC's back. You see the big CC laugh. I mean, that's like a hug when CC laughs like that. It feels like I'm being hugged. And Happer, Happer asked him the question. He's like, hey, Jay Happ here, wondering uh, how your location was so good, which is good. It was self-deprecating. And that shows you that, like, that's a little bit of Jay Happ almost dealing with the media a little bit. Like, you know, Sonny Gray didn't have that in his bones. No, Um, no,
0: that was Jay Happ. And he's pitching bad. But that was Jay Hap's Jay Happ's letting the media or anyone know like i know i suck right now i can't right. find my location it's going to get better because i'm a professional pitcher who's done this forever so i'm not that worried right and i would honestly ask cc this on the side so why don't i just make a little fun joke out of it lighten the mood i i that was fun it was good
2: the 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 fact he can joke about it i think the biggest thing he said in there was that it it lets us know that he thinks the ship is going to turn around. Yes. Which which that was good news. So yeah, it was everything, man. The CC's back. He's laughing. He's even when they just showed him before this game today just standing in the dugout, I was like, "Yes, man." Like he <laughs> people are going to take this and run with it a little too much, but like he's as much as a figure in the dugout as Boone is. <laughs> like like the the kids would have The kids would have a bigger issue on their hands if they acted up in front of CeCe than in front of Boone. Um, So, I don't know.
0: And we had a lot of good defense. Wade made a couple nice plays.
2: Waiter, Higgy behind the plate. I was raving to you how Higgy earned a start today, which he got. Um, Higgy had a really nice game. Uh, Tyler Wade, (laughs) with his little squeeze bunt there, is the second squeeze bunt in two years or something like that. Yeah, so
0: can Uh, we talk about this rally because it's... It's interesting.
2: And, Jim, there's one part about this rally that could have not made it a rally, but please, if, if, if you'd like it.
0: So it was small ball. The rally went like this. Single, then an error on Bird, which was a tailor-made double play ball, which ends the inning. But they, yep. they threw an error out there. So then now you got runners on. Clint comes up and hits a nice control, like not trying to do too much single to right. That's good. Voight comes up. Hits a single up the middle, kind of like a bloop shot, single almost. Like it wasn't a scorcher, um, and then Higashioka, sack fly on a hard fly ball, and Clint or and Wade with the s- safety squeeze to score two more runs, four runs that inning.
2: Uh, it was three that inning. Three judge that inning. judge poked one in the eighth.
0: So Jake, here's my thing: small balls, yeah. nice. To be able sure. to have Higgy score in and out and Wade score in and out is nice. Right? Anyone that says "Do that over, you know, hit a get a walk, take a single, then rip a double, right. It's much easier to score runs by hitting doubles and home runs than by putting together six- at-bats and banking on an error. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, "Yeah, this is what they should be doing every game." Like, no, that was nice, but there's an error in there. There's two outs that we had to give up to score runs. Don't do that every game. Small ball's nice, but let's not romanticize it. That it's like the like that kind of small ball is like the best. I would much rather you know have good hitters trying to hit doubles than have Wade having to safety squeeze because that's the most productive out Wade can give us.
2: Yeah, I mean I mean and again it kind this kinda of comes back to injuries. Like Higashioka is normally Gary Sanchez, the best hitting catcher in baseball. You know, Tyler Wade would normally I mean you could list a couple guys. It's Tyler Wade Didi, is he Anduhar? <laughs> who's 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 he normally? So I I think I think you're right, but I think kinda with the parts provided, this was really nice to get two runs out of higgy and wade oh
0: exactly Uh, but let's not i I, people were romanticizing it a little too much like it's much harder to do it's much harder to do that
2: everyone was pretty happy with the win so we don't talk about the bird double play ball but jesus man i mean think about that how how close are we to losing this game and then and then there would be no song intro at the start of this podcast it would it would be the the end of the world
0: yeah end of the world but they did look good yeah, everyone looked good. CC, CC looked great, man.
1: Yeah, love love him.
0: Britain had a good inning, which was nice to see. A lot of ground balls, and uh, Chapman Chapman looked really good, like really, really good.
2: Yeah, man, Chapman hitting triple digits. I mean, I'll, I I won't even say it anymore. Like, if you if if you're not into Chapman, I I don't know what you're about. All
0: right, let's burn game three, and then uh, we'll get to awards.
2: Game Trace A. On your mark, get set, burn. Lost my spot a little bit and wasn't ready for the burn, but Jimmy, it's Tanaka time in the Bronx. Our stopper, let's win a series. Yeah, guys, let's do it. Yeah, we're excited. This will be fun. And on the mound for the White Sox, Radon. We struggled a lot with that name in the pregame. Lefty, a little scary. Best slider in the league nowadays. Anyways, Jimmy Voight doubles in the first It's 1-0 Yanks Yes, best day ever Tigers back Game of Thrones Yes, bottom three Aaron Judge RBI single Talkman scores Don't let Mike Talkman On the base pass, people It's 2-0 Yanks It's the best day of my life Top four. Oh no Grand Salami Tim Anderson Eww. Tanaka Wasn't as sharp as he's been this season Gives up the gopher ball it's now 4-2, to 4-2, White Sox, Abreu, sack fly in the fifth, and J- Jimmy, basically four innings of baseball were just boring and nothing happened, no runs scored, the White Sox pen does their job, uh, we only get one hit the rest of the way, uh, Jimmy Tanaka's line, four innings, five earned runs, Sessa came in and did a solid effort, and then so did the rest of the pen after that, but... Yankees lose the series to the White Sox, two to three. They are six and nine on the season. Nice, lackluster. That's what I used. Like once, once it. What happened to
0: the rest of the game, dude? Sometimes they just go down and die like that.
2: And and half of our lineup that's is right. a and, go down and die lineup. And
0: I know it's, I, 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 it's not like a full excuse, but that's it, a product of our lineup. It's yeah. I said on my little post game recap, like. I can't believe this lineup is our reality, man. It's getting—it's really weighing on me. And we even had DJ Lemayu leading off. I can't believe we lost. That was the solution. Oh, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this here <laughs> since we did this on the pregame show. I—I yeah. I don't like that lineup, and I—I'm I, against the norm here. Everyone wanted DJ One and Glaber Three, and I said it on the pregame show, like. I actually don't like it because once they got past Glaber, it was just dunzo.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you should include Voight in there. Voigt looked
0: he's looked better since he started.
2: He's looked better, and he's got that ridiculous on-base streak because he just gets on base once a game.
0: He, he needs to stop talking about himself in the third person, though. Yeah. He's done it like three times now, and I I'm weirded out that people do that. Right. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, we're we're gonna have to keep tabs on Void because I, I know there was a one of our friends at spring training said that Voigt uh was mean. Void Void gave him a little bit of a cold shoulder, but
0: but yeah, he said you know I just gotta start being Luke Void again. And It's like no, I can't believe people do that. It's so <laughs> I feel like society rips it apart like so much, you know? Yeah, that you'd be so you wouldn't talk in the third person,
2: but he's done it a bunch now, and every time I'm kind of just grossed out. Okay. Something, some to watch for, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jimmy, what you're saying is, cause I, uh, this was something I was excited for before the season. And when, you know, we had 10 healthier guys on our team, but in theory we were supposed to kill lefties this year. And obviously our lineup is a shell of its shelf. I mean, a shell of a shelf, a shell of a um, shelf. I mean, six hole guardy, uh, Urshela higgishoka talkman. I mean, what the hell is that? Um. But you're right, I mean when when has been in the six hole it it spread our lineup. Basically, we had all our eggs in one basket today. if we and I said this in the pregame show, um if we didn't get you in those first five, like we weren't going to do it today, and that's what ended up happening.
0: Yeah, I don't like the way that lineup is, so whatever. I mean, we don't have that many good hitters, so to put them all in one area.
2: Yeah, and don't don't get us wrong. We I think DJ LeMahieu should and can lead off against left-handed pitching, but it it'll make a lot more sense when we have those
1: healthy guys back. For sure.
0: For sure. Tank didn't have it. Just fell off a cliff. Yeah. I said I'm not mad at Tanaka. His splitter hasn't been there all season. Yeah. He's been able to pitch around that, and use the slider
2: and the curve. He had a good slider early and then it kind of went away.
0: Tanaka's been great. his first three starts he allowed one earned run in all three of them. Uh, this isn't damning like if he comes out next week and is back to form, that's fine and I don't think that he lost us this game like that grand Slam hurt, but the offense only put up two runs if
1: the, yeah
0: Tanaka did a, done enough in his past games where they could have you know bailed him out of this one or,
2: or, you hey, know what Jamie, I'm know, to say? Know, I'm just not mad know what at the him sad not. reality is. This should have been worse. Sessa came in. Judge catches a borderline. Um, yeah, I don't think that was going border- over, but. but I yeah. don't think it was going over, but I mean, that, that would have been a lot of runs, probably three. And then who knows how the rest of the inning goes. I mean, the White Sox essentially dominated this game. So that's, that's where we're kind of left here shrug- shrugging. And you almost, you're right. Like, we, we look at this game and you just say injuries. Like, half of our lineup was useless. And we just got straight up beat
1: this game. Yeah. Tough times. Tough times. All right.
0: Do we pivot to awards? Pivot. Is there any managerial decisions from game
2: three that we're, we're annoyed about? No, right? Just I don't think so. Uh, Joseph Harvey gets his Yankee debut, and he likes being called Joseph, so there's that. He likes being called Joseph? Yeah, you didn't hear that? Kaster said that. No, I did not. Yeah, he but. said he he said Ca- call him call him Joseph. So Joseph Harvey. Um Chad came in and got hit a little bit, but then he struck out too, so I I don't know what you do with that. Adavino walked a pair. Uh no. 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 All I, right. The well, o- the only thing that would have been a managerial question mark this series was taking out CC and it was the right move and it worked out.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go to awards. Yeah. Uh, awards. First award we do here on this show is Pride of the
1: Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah.
0: And lucky me, I get to go first because this is the easiest Pride of the Yankees in the history of Pride of the Yankees, in my Lay up. opinion. Layup. My Pride of the Yankees is C C Sabathia. I talked about this last episode I gave him the SOS Award. Save our right. ship. I said he was suspended, so he couldn't be in the clubhouse. Then he was rehabbing, so he couldn't be with the team. He's not even in the, cl- he's not even in the clubhouse, not even in the dugout. He isn't even with us. So just his presence alone helps us. And I, I really, really believe that. Like just him being around gives a yeah. different vibe, which makes me sad for next year and future years. Someone needs to step up in that role. But then on the mound, man, five, five innings, one hit, looked good. Looked easy. Didn't look like he was, like, dripping sweat or out of breath or grinding. And it was cool that he said he was really nervous. He said he was shaking before the game. And they asked, Higgy, did you know he was nervous? And CC and he said, yeah, I knew he was nervous because he came up to me and said, look at me, dude, I'm shaking right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> CC likes talking through, like, everything that's on his mind during games. Right. So yeah, we knew he's nervous. He fucking
2: told us. He was telling us all nonstop. But he's just the man. I I compared his his smile to a hug before. If um, if if
0: we went, if we won game three, I would have
2: given CeCe credit for the win as well. Look what yeah, CC did. Just, <laughs> there there was like a it was the first twelve hours of this Yankees season that everything felt right. I guess since opening day, like CC came back, he pitched well. Hat made the joke. The Yankees won. We're about to go get this series like it just ev- ev- everything seemed right for just a little bit. And then, oh, got the rug pulled out from under us.
0: Yes, I will allow you to double up on pride. We've done that before, unless you have one planned, because it's a tough to find a second pride here.
2: No, I, I've got one. And it's uh. I mean, obviously, CC is the pride, pride of the Yankees this series. But I'm you know me, I'm, I'm never shy to pat myself on the back. Uh, when something's right. I'm just going to throw it to Domingo Herman, Jim. Um, D- Domingo looks lights out, um, like lights out, lights out. He, he followed up CeCe in that game, and he had the you know two innings pitch, four strikeouts, nothing flashy. But, Jim, again, we're, we're talking about the importance of you know, that Greg Bird double play. We put a lot of pressure on our bullpen again.
0: Yeah, that's if, the second Domingo- time you've given him pride.
2: If Domingo Herman has a, has a bad appearance there, do we lose that game? What happens? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't and, know, Jimmy, yeah. I mean, the, the, the facts of it, Domingo Herman looks awesome. Um, yeah. he, he just looks so in control out there. Um, we saw in his last start he didn't have his strikeout stuff, but he was getting guys out. Um, I mean, 13 innings, 1-3 ADRA, 14 strikeouts, and three, only three hits in 13 innings, Jim. That's good. That's the good. Yeah.
0: All right. So he's your pride. Second time in five series that Domingo's winning your pride. What do you think the final number is going to be at?
2: Uh, A hundred. A hundred. Sneak him into the all-star game. Nice. (laughs) All right. Next up we have. You Yankee
0: motherfucker. And there's kind of a lot of options here. But again, I'm going to take the obvious one. And the easy okay. one. It's Jay hap. Yeah. You're just pitching like a pile of shit, man, and I don't like it. I like that you joked about it. You better fix it now. Because if you joke about it and come out and don't fix it, that's bad. Right. He just doesn't have command. And that's the scary part about a fastball pitcher. I, th- I think he's going to fix it and get better, but just digging holes, man. Anytime a starter digs a hole, it's really easy to say that guy is the Yankee mf right now. And four innings pitch, six earned runs will do it. Yeah. It's bad. It, it's, I mean, bottom line, we're not going to do good if he's doing
1: that.
2: Yeah, so... and it's, again, knock on wood. Hopefully it's just three bad starts and he can get the ship straightened out. But, yeah, I mean, right, right now it looks very bad. Very bad. Yeah. Who's your mf'er? My Yankee mf'er, James. Um, I'm going with uh, God. I I shouldn't do Talkman, but I want to so bad. No,
0: you've already given
2: it to him twice. And he only I played... know, man. I'm I'm just sick of him. Only... Um, <laughs> you know what? How about this? I'll I'll do this for for the people out there. How about I'll I'll give it to Jonathan Holder. Okay. Um. I, I was. This, I had was eyeing
0: an award for him or Boone or whoever around this situation. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna give myself the reverse pat on the bat back. I guess I'm, I'm not sure what you call that. A, a whack to the face. I don't know. Um. I uh. I I was impressed. You know, when you dug into some of Holder's stats from last year, some of the baseline stats, and you took out the Boston Massacre game, he had an incredible year for his first year in the major leagues. Um. Man, he he gives up the home run following Hap in that game uh, to I want it was not Eloy or maybe it was Eloy Jimenez, excuse me, and you know two runs score. He ends up <laughs> this this is me walking it back, Jim. He ends up settling down from there. He strikes out three, and he he does the rest of his work. But um, he he hasn't been what we've needed this year. Neither has anyone in the bullpen. Like this this award could easily go to Chad, or I mean. Uh, not Britain this series, but the whole bullpen's been bad. But I, I had Holders back all off season, and now me and incarcerated Bob every time Holders on there, we have a nice conversation. Does uh, he? Oh yeah, we're 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 kind of frenemies right now. It's kind of fun.
0: He reaches out to you every time Holders on the mound.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pathetic. It's a little scary, but uh, we're, we're kind of frenemies now. I, he, I think he respects the fact that I, I'm okay with giving him a little guff back. Um, but I, this could go to a couple guys in the bullpen. I'm giving it to Holder. I'm, I'm hoping he settles down and gets in one of those hot streaks like he did, what was it, last April to May when he had that consecutive appearance streak or whatever yeah. it
0: was? Yeah, my my award that I was going to somehow build around Holder and Boone or the analytics team, whoever you want, to use, I couldn't figure out the the phrasing for the award. It's kind of just like sure. move on. Holder's been the he's pitched the most innings out of our bullpen. Yeah, that makes sense. Just yeah. keep giving and him the ball. He's pitched eight point two innings out of our bullpen. Adam Ottavino's next with seven. Sess there and he started a bunch and he is an innings eater guy. I don't get it. Why are we giving Holder... Why is he getting the most run in our bullpen? I understand that game score changes some factors, but I thought Holder was coming into situations that I didn't want Holder to come into just because it was early and we were spreading the wealth. But apparently we're not spreading wealth. We're just giving all the situations to Holder. I don't get it. Right. And he's thrown 36 pitches, 20 pitches, 34 pitches, 16 pitches, 35 pitches. And he's given up an earned run in... Four out of his five outings, and he's throwing thirty pitches. I don't understand what what we're doing with Holder. I don't know what the strategy is. I thought we were using Holder to 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 even out the amount of people that pitch that are like ahead of him, but we're not. We're just he's like our Scott Proctor out
2: there. I don't get it. Yeah, man, it, it's kind of bizarre, and I'll I'll end up swinging this to Domingo a little bit, but yeah, a a couple of those appearances he got he gave up a run in his second inning, so it started becoming almost that Betances thing we had last year. Like, don't give him the second inning if Clint Frazier catches a fly ball last game. One of those appearances is clean, and he gets through the heart of the Astros order, but that's another thing. Um, but Jimmy, I I think that's part of the problem, and I I one of my comparisons I keep going back to is run this like a baseball team and not a fortune 500 company like, Mm -hmm. and, and that's where I was going to bring this back to Domingo and holder ties in. But how many, how many guys on this team are really comfortable? Like this is a baseball game. Do what you got to do out there. Herman, we might need you to start. We might need you to come out of the pen holder. You could come in in the third inning. You could come in in the eighth inning. Um, I, I just I just think when we do all these like Fortune 500 decisions where, all right, this is what we're going to do, and then we're going to do this tomorrow, and we're going to do that the next day, I think that's where we get in trouble. But we see these guys, and I think Holder's one of those guys that they're like, well, you know, Holder can come in the middle of an inning, he can start a clean inning, he could be an opener for us, he could be in the eighth inning. So I think that's why we see that, but it's also, you know, we need to bring a little bit more of that mentality if we need, you know... the. The popular phrase with bullpens coming in now is the lanes. Who's coming up in the lineup? And yeah, wait,
0: Nor, you've used that term a lot, and I don't know what it means, and I've been embarrassed to ask. What does lanes mean?
2: So it just means who's coming up next. It's it's basically you know if the if Houston has the top of their order coming up, and it's you know Springer, Altuve, Bregman, like. Basically, old baseball was like, all right, we're going to have you know, Mariano in the eighth, Wetland in the ninth. Why did I jump to 95? Um, but basically, new baseball is like, all right, these are the good batters, so we have to get them out now. So it would basically be saying, if it's the seventh inning, hey, use Zach Britton now because their best hitters are coming up. And then if he's too tired, use Holder in the eighth when it's the bottom of their lineup. It's I get the strategy,
0: but how does the word lanes fit in?
2: Because those are the lanes. What batters are coming up? That is the lane.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So like a seven, eight, nine is a, a bad lane.
2: It's well, depends what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> could could be a good lane for our bullpen. Like if if seven, eight, nine was coming up, you'd you know, maybe you used it's what we talked about with Tarpley the other day. That game when they used yeah, yeah, tarpley. Yeah, I
0: I knew that strategy. I just didn't know what the what the word lanes actually referred yeah. to. There you go. Now I know. All right. Do we do both our MFers?
2: Yeah, yours um, is Holder. Holder and Hat. Yeah. yeah. All pitchers. Holder and Hat. All pitchers. The H's.
0: A lot of G's on this team.
2: A lot of G's. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Who? Uh, my first award. Yeah. Um. This is mean. It can go to a, a bunch of people. Everyone's getting mean awards. I feel like. Yeah. There's so many people I want to talk about. Someone on Instagram, I think his name was Joe, he got really upset that you gave Clint the MF-er last week. I sure. I like, like, don't really get upset about the mf where we have to give it to two people every episode and right. just, just to start a conversation. But this award, because I, I want to start this conversation, is the I Can't Wait to Say Goodbye Award. Ooh. I think there's a song that has these lyrics in it. So that's uh, can't
1: wait to make you cry. Yikes!
0: I don't, I don't want to make him cry, but I just can't wait to say goodbye to Mike Talkman, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I tweeted it out again. I don't someone. I tweeted out said I don't know what his approach is. Yeah, it's been a lot of at bats now. I have no idea what his approach is, and someone said. Well, what's Bird's approach? And I said, that's easy. Bird's approach right now is to take pitches and foul off strikes and then hopefully walk. It sucks. I hate it. It's zero fun to watch. I know exactly what Bird's trying to do in the box. Do I agree with it? No. Do I enjoy it? No. Is it good? No. But I know what his goal is. I don't know what Talkman's trying to do, man. He just sees two strikes down the middle and then swings at a ball and then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. What's your deal? Foul some off. Take some close pitches. Do something. Anyway, he's getting a lot. I'm fine with him getting the brunt of my frustration because he's an outsider. Like, he didn't come up with the organization. I don't right. think he's here for the long haul. So I don't feel that mean about it. But there's a lot of problems. Like I just said, Bird, incredibly. Bad problem, like really bad problem, almost looks depressed out there, like lifeless. Yeah. So maybe you can mix him in this award too if that makes you feel better. But I mean, Talkman, what are you doing? And the reason he played in game three is only because Bird has looked so terrible at the plate and Clint can't right. catch a fly ball. Otherwise, Talkman's not in there. So. It's just like this dominoes effects of like, well, he can't hit, he can't catch. Well, Talkman can't hit, but he can catch. Okay, let's do that.
2: Fuck yeah, a little little boonie coming out there. And yeah, that's uh some something you and I talked about and realized was the CC start. You had to start Mike Talkman. Um, and I, I mean this goes back to almost Andujar stuff with with CC on the mound. You're going to get a lot of action on the left side of the field, and like if. I won't say Clint defenders because we, we like Clint. We, we want Clint to be good, um, but defensively, he's, he's porous, and you can't have him out there on CC's return when he's going to get a ton of action out there, so then you have to play Mike Talkman, um, And it's, it's also left field at Yankee Stadium. You almost need another center fielder out there. That's why we love Brett Gardner in left field. Um, we'll probably talk about that in a little bit. All right, who is your next award? Jimmy, why aren't these guys can everyone come back? (laughs) I'm like (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I I had the the
0: realization today. I'm so cynical on the injuries. We can do a little injury update at the end of the show. I'm so cynical on them. And then like this game today, and I just like I can't look at this lineup anymore, man.
1: Yeah. But all right,
2: who's Um, your word? Um, I was gonna save this for the end to to make it a positive note, but I don't want you to steal them. E- even though I I don't think you would, but I, I'll go for it. I'm gonna do the breath of fresh air award. Okay, who's that? Gio Urshela, man. Um, uh, I I know you're you're on the Urshela bandwagon, Jimmy. How it it's funny we we just talked about Clint Frazier. All right, Clint, we like him at the plate, but he can't field. Talkman, what even are you? Greg Bird, you just look lost in the sauce, my man. Tyler Wade, you can play defense. Haven't seen you get a real major league hit in a while. Gio Urshela, Jim, he's playing good defense, and he gives us good at bats. Um, what was the name I'm of this interest- award? Breath of fresh air.
0: Okay, I was I had him for an award. I'm fine that you stole it, but I was giving him the guilty by association award because it's oh, u- nice. it's unfair that he gets lumped into this crew of replacements because. Urshela's looked good
1: yeah
2: I had his stats somewhere yeah he's I think I think in this series he was three for six which again I think that's Gio Urshela playing a little over his head but Uh,
0: he's got a 533 on base percentage in his last seven games and a 364 batting average so he's getting on base
2: Jim no it's the bigger thing here he's a major leaguer yeah He's a major league baseball player, and you know, I his hitting obviously he's not going to be a five hundred OBP guy, but he's been giving us good at bats so far, and at, on both. I mean, if we really went through this lineup and did both sides of the ball and ranked guys, I mean, right now Gio Urshela would be high on the list, which is scary and sad, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll give him a little credit. So thank, thanks, Gio.
0: Thanks, Gio. My next award, Jake, is the Where'd You Go, I Miss You So Award.
2: Seems like it's been
1: forever.
0: This award goes to a guy who I didn't realize I missed this much, Jake, but I really miss him. It's Aaron Hicks. I can't watch Gardner play center field anymore, and it's making me very sad. He used to be a very good defensive player. Guardy can't do it in center anymore. He's just taking bad routes. He has made a couple nice catches. I'll give him that. Like there was a ni- he ran down one mice ball. On these ones in the holes or in front of him, he's like taking bad routes, and it's making me sad. And it's making me think, where'd you go? I miss you so. Feels like you've been gone forever, and I didn't realize how needed you were. Aaron Hicks, If Aaron Hicks is in center, and Guardy's in left. We probably win that Houston series.
2: Yeah, probably I mean, there was a there was a game earlier this year that someone tagged up on Gardy that they totally wouldn't have tagged up on Hicks.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Um, he is a switch hitting on base guy that would be at the front of our lineup, which would allow Glaber and DJ to, to do more damage and spread it out a little more. And no one runs on him. And he, he gets to every ball.
2: Solid routes.
0: Solid route. And I think he is our most missed player. I think because he does it on every aspect of the game, the Yankees miss him. Well, obviously they miss him more than Severino because Severino pitches once every five games. Someone were trying to say, no, Severino's the biggest. Like, no, it's not. One every five yeah. games. Uh, Stanton, Andujar missed not as much as Hicks now in my book because we don't have a center fielder on this team, Jake. The only... Maybe Talkman can play, like, a solid, solid center yeah. field. But he also just got the I-can't-wait-to-say-goodbye
2: award. Hicks is yeah, important. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to trust the Yankees that they're playing Brett Gardner in center over Mike Talkman. So what does that say? Um, yeah, and Jim, I, I, I'm glad you phrased this that way. And I, uh, people still think we're you and I are almost anti-Hicks guys. You, no, like, you, Hicks was a, you,
0: Hicks. You. I'm his best friend.
2: Okay. Um, Hicks was great last year he was great second best center fielder blah 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 um I mean Jimmy is there still a chance he's ready for the first season uh, the first series of the year I think so um I, no but definitely definitely so? no
0: but definitely by Detroit series he'll be back
2: yeah so no I mean you're totally right I mean if if you put and you put Hicks in center and Guardian left and that's people are still mad about the Brett Gardner thing man I I had someone tweet me today like oh he's three for his last 22, is that good? And it's like, no, but, um, I mean, st- we have Brett Gardner playing center field for us when the goal for this season was to have him, like, platoon and keep Guardy fresh, and he's playing every game out of position. Yeah. In a tough position to play, especially at his age. So I the the Guardy hate is kind of bizarre with everything that else that's going on, but you're absolutely right. I mean, Hixie. The way he could stretch the lineup, and it, maybe you even put him in the three hole, and you can move everybody else down, and it, uh, you could pat him lead off. Some days you could do you could do a ton with Aaron Hicks.
0: Do you remember when during the off season, and we didn't know what our team was, and you kept saying we can't even like have fun making our lineup anymore? We, you know, because we don't know right. what our team is, and then we finally got to make our lineup, and we had so much fun. Yeah, I'm back to daydreaming about our lineup, like. DJ versus lefty. DJ leading off, Hicks in the three hole to split the righties, Judge and Stanton. When a righty's on the mound, Hicks leading off with DJ in between Stanton and Judge to split up the approaches. I'm daydreaming Anduhar, Gary behind them. Jake, it's so sad, man.
2: It's tough. You you heard it come out of my first award. I was I was just rambling about bring the guys back. I think the only argument you could make of more important to come back could be Stanton. Like if he if Stanton came back, he'd play left field and if he was like hot Stanton, he could he can we saw it last year when he gets hot hot, he can carry a lineup. So I think people could say that, but yeah, man, we <laughs> we miss all these guys. We miss all these guys.
0: Someone just said, "Well, the healthy guys aren't performing either." But that's not true. I mean, the healthy guys that are in this lineup are Gardner, Judge, Voit, and Glaber, right? And Lemayhu. Yeah, and Lemayhu. There's so four. There's four guys, and they're all doing fine. Yeah. Like they're not tanking we're, the team. We're
1: we have five.
0: The team. We have five guys out of nine in every lineup that aren't everyday major league players. Five out of nine. Yeah, it fucking sucks. What's your last award?
2: My last award, Jim, um, and I, I, I'm sad to say it, but it has to be said, is the uh, the send him down award. Yeah. And it's uh, it's the Gregory Paul man. We uh, we love the guy. We met the guy. He's a cool dude. He looks lost right now, Jim, like to to the point that it's almost like maybe AAA would be good for him, like clear your head, work on some stuff, get some hacks in,
1: do well. I love Jimmy, he
0: looks awful right now. I love Paul O'Neill when he actually I love Paul O'Neill when he makes jokes, but I like when he gives insightful commentary, too. Yeah. And, and, he, and he's a perfect mix of both. Like, he cracks me up out there. Yeah. But he was like he kept saying it over and over with Bertie boy, that's a bad feeling, Michael. And you're ahead on the change up and late on the fastball.
2: Where do you go from there? And yeah. it's, it's oh, I was like, <laughs> and it's also, it's also hilarious that he's asking Michael K those questions. Um, cause Paul, you were the ball player, but, um, yeah, man, I, and we've, we've been bird defenders and I mean, there's, there's still a world where he figures something out and he could be a valuable asset at some point this year, but dude, he looks lost. I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely at the point, and obviously there'd, there'd have to be some roster shuffling and stuff, but I mean, I I think you give you give a AAA guy a shot. I don't know if it's Estrada, I don't know if it's Lipka, I don't know if it's Trey Ambergi, any, any of these guys we Ford. only see Mike, during spring.
0: Mike, Mike Ford's going off.
2: Mike Ford? I mean, it, I, at what point, and I don't know if Greg Bird has to be the one that gets burnt at the stake, but at what point do you kind of let these guys know, like, you're 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 not safe just being on the squad. I mean, Greg Bird's striking out in half of his, his at bats, Jim. He looks real bad. I mean, I, I I'm if if they if there was a move announced in 20 minutes and it said Greg Bird going down and Lipka and Burgie, Ford uh, Estrada, anyone was coming up, I'd say yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the right move. So it sucks. Um, we uh we like Greg Bird and we've can we've we do defended a- him because of, of his injured past and a lot of the weird things that have happened. But right now, I mean, he's he's just not even close.
0: Can we do a daydream session? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's have some fun. Let's daydream. So let's say Stanton, Gary, and Hicks are back by May fifth, which I think okay. is I think is pushing it. But I'm cynical. Just sure. those three. Andrew is still do Cinco don't de know. Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, okay? If yeah. by Cinco de Mayo, our lineup is Hicks, Judge, DJ, Stanton, oof, Gary, Voight, Glaber, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then Clint and Gardy platooning. Right and left. That's a, that's a better place to be. I just daydream about this lineup. I might put this yeah, lineup I mean, on j- my wall and just look at it every morning. Like, ah, oh,
2: get me there. I mean, we we can do it literally with with today's lineup. I mean, you put you put Hicks in center. You put uh, you put Stanton in left. Who's who else is returning? Gary. I mean Gary for Kyle Higashioka. I'll make that trade. Oh they're oh, running all of, they're trick.
0: running all over Higgy man. 7 attempts yeah. and 5 successful stolen bases. And the only rate they got him the one time was a pitch out, which is great. The pitch out worked, but also kind of like that's what we need to do to get him out. Yeah. Yeah. Some some guy was that's telling me that that it it's the same with Gary and I was like, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. No, in the it, sa-
2: appreciate Gary's arm.
0: In the, I have the stats here. In in the same amount of games last year, Jake, uh, Gary allowed four. There was 40 stolen base attempts on Gary last year in 76 games. Right. There was 61 on Romine in 76 games. Same amount of games. Yeah. 71 or 61. There was 18, so that's a little less than half. Right. Because Gary was 40 in 20 in 70 games. There was 18 stolen bases in 27 games with Higgy. So, yeah, um, teams are going to run wild on us. And it's actually Higgy and Romine aren't going to develop better arms right now. So our pitchers need to be like on top of the running game. Right. With Gary, his arm is so strong that teams, even though if they can steal it on the pitcher, they're still a little hesitant because Gary's got a hose, but uh, it's going to be shitty to watch. But yeah, I'm daydreaming about this lineup.
2: Daydreaming. And Jimmy, I know, I know, we haven't been doing a ton of this, but I, I think we have to talk about it a little bit before we do the voicemail up tomorrow. Call in, Jimmy. will say the number in a minute. But Red Sox, two games. They're six and ten. We're six and nine. One of the fan base one of the fan bases is going to, like, collapse. Yeah.
0: Well, let's see if Paxson... Or
2: or let me say this. Whichever team wins game one, boy, is there going to be so much pressure on the other team for game two. Yeah. Because if one of these teams gets swept in the two-game series, I mean, the sky will fall in Boston or New York.
0: There's more pressure
2: on... Them because they're healthy, right? Yeah, we, you, and I have done a a, a little bit of this song and dance. Is it, is it is it better to be bad and healthy or bad and injured? Yeah, we disagree because um, I'd rather be yeah. bad and and healthy. Yeah, I'd I'd rather be bad and injured just because the whole CC effect that we saw yesterday. CC came back, we played well, and it's like okay, we're back.
0: But at this time um, last year, when we were struggling, we were nine and nine. I had no doubt, no doubt that like well these guys are all good so we're going to put it together and be fine
2: but right. i i have doubts that we're ever going to be healthy the injuries are just going to be terrible yeah i mean we'll we'll see i think it's going to be nice when when some of the reinforcements start coming back and hopefully we can level off a little bit but
0: one by um, one one by one these people need to not be on the roster as we get healthy yeah bird he's yeah. gone
2: I'm I'm ready for it now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, you're not going to send Bird down before you send Talkman down. Like, here's the order. Talkman's first to go, right? Actually, Higgy, because of the catchers. Higgy's... Right now, we kind of need Talkman's defense. (sighs) Higgy, Talkman, Wade. Higgy, Talkman, Wade, Bird. Four guys. Urshela... I mean, I'm guilty by association, but if Urshela, like, when we're healthy, you would be sent down. It's just chock full of guys that shouldn't be on this team, and I'm sick
1: of it. Yeah.
0: Tarpley's gone. What's the
2: voicemail number?
0: 908-845-5792. We have voicemail up. We record Monday night, and it goes out Tuesday And a segment with Katie Sharp. Talk about some stats. Katie's brutal man she dropped she dropped some stats today. oh, it made me so sad. Did you see the one? I get if you're an optimistic you can have a really optimistic spin on this, but Yankees have had the lead in fourteen of fifteen games this season and are six and eight in those games last year, the Yankees won eighty percent of games in which they had a lead. some people might. Take that as the optimistic route and say, see, even our injured teams are in it. Once we get healthy, we're going to be fucking gold. And you're right. Other people can look at it and say, you mean we could have won more than six games by now? Yeah. Ugh.
2: Will and to t- say anything about the bullpen, is that is that the best example of like these guys aren't that hurt? Just be better. I mean, Dellin's hurt,
1: but. Well,
0: yeah, I mean Chad is is looking bad. Holder is being overused and in bad spots.
2: Here's a here's here's a good closing segment. Uh the relievers that are struggling, what's your concern level one to ten? Ten being Chris Carter.
0: Okay. Wh- what relievers so like so Chad me Green. Concern level on Chad Green? Yeah. Ten's Chris Carter. 5. Hmm.
2: 4.5. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm like five and a half. Like, I, I just kind of went over that hurdle where I'm like, I'm more concerned than not concerned about Chad.
0: If it was not raining in game one. Right. The concern would be a six.
2: Okay. Holder, I don't feel like you're concerned at all. You just want him used a little differently.
0: No, it's like a seven.
2: Okay. Interesting.
0: He's never really um, had lights out stuff, and now he's just getting rocked. Yeah, and, and I mean,
2: I, I think we're we're a Clint Frazier fly ball catch from having him at a four or five. So I'm not I'm not fully there yet. Britain? Zero. Okay. I'm I'm like a two. I'm 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 with you there. I, I think Britain's got it. That's all, right? Uh, I guess so. I guess uh, Canely, Canely gave up some stuff, but he's been okay. And then, I mean, Chapman and Otavino have been awesome still.
0: Batances is like a nine.
2: Uh, yeah, but Batances is still hurt.
0: Very but, concerned that he's never going to be healthy. They say... They said really good stuff. They have never not said good stuff, Jake.
2: Should have just seen Jimmy's face. I almost said that just to see the cynicism come out. Um, People
0: have to stop believing what Cashman and Co. say about injuries. They have to sell tickets. They have to have the upper hand in trade talks. Like, saying Judge is only going to miss three weeks, they knew that was a bold lie. They had to have leverage in trade talks because it was it was end of uh, July. Like, right. what they tell us, they're lying. And I'm not mad that they lie to us. I'm just mad people believe it. They want to keep so if, hopes high. They're going to give so what, you... What was the Batances timeline they gave? He's shut down for three weeks. They think the cortisone zone shot's going to take. I don't think any cortisone zone shot's ever taken. And then they think three to four weeks through the process, and they'll be back in six to seven weeks. There's no way. that it's back Say in it. 6 to 7 weeks.
2: But if he is back in 7 weeks, you're going to eat your dog's throw up for the fans, right?
0: No, I'll eat something that's not my dog's throw up.
2: What do you eat? We need a good e- we need a good liquor and eat or something. It's what keeps the people going.
0: Give me give me a timeline. Give me a date on it.
2: Okay, so let's see. They what- said
0: 6 to 7 weeks. But I'm not trying to be this like pessimistic guy. It's just Right. But no, I think I think you can use this as a strong example. Just open your eyes. Every time they give you a timetable, they tell you the best case scenario because they want you to not think it's that bad
2: and be optimistic. And so it's seven weeks never happens. Seven weeks brings us to June second. Okay. When's okay. So let's, let's call it June 2nd, June 2nd. What if, if Dallin is back on the team, what will you lick or eat?
0: I will, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to look around my room. All I can see is my dog, some books, a hat, dugout mugs. Um,
2: maybe eat a, eat a clump of your dog's hair. Ew. I mean, hey, you're you're trying to put, prove a point to the people here. Yeah. I'll do something. We'll figure it out. Send an okay. example. Send in Send something. in examples. Leave, leave a five-star review. Tweet at us. What what should Jimmy Licker eat if Dylan Batanzas is back if, by June 7th? If
0: you're new to the podcast, in 2007, Jake had to lick his dog's butthole. To,
2: 2017.
0: 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Two thousand seventeen Jake had to lick his dog's butthole because he said that bird it was be- a
2: kiss it wasn't a I didn't lick my dog's butthole tail up uh
0: last year I said that if they didn't d f a chase and Shreve I'd go lick sand on the beach did that Rob, yeah. who writes for us said. He would lick an armadillo if Tanaka didn't give up a home run in this game. Tanaka did not right. give up a home run. He found out that if you lick an armadillo, you get like lupus or something like that. Yeah. So he went and caught a fish and licked a fish. Uh, Jake licked a bunch of clay when I beat him in fungo golf down in Tampa yeah. this this spring. I will lick. I'll put my tongue on the line to prove to everyone to open your eyes and not believe anything Cash and Co say about timetables because they're just trying to keep you happy it's a lot of moving
2: parts yeah that that ends the episode what a good, (laughs) powerful ending five stars what should jimmy lick yes
0: and uh
2: all right we got we got
0: an off day enjoy your off day today as you're listening and uh strap in because like jake said it's two fan bases ready to kill themselves Yeah There's gonna be battles on all fronts for these games Cause like I'm sure Red Sox nation is at each other's throats Over who's to blame and what's going wrong Yankees nation is at each other's throats Like it's Gardner's fault No it's Blah Blah's fault No it's this fault No it's this And now we're gonna have like Two fanhoods That are just nonstop bickering and yelling Fight against each other Yeah It's gonna be fucking It's gonna be
2: mayhem You thought the White Sox tried to steal on us a lot. Watch out for the Red Sox.
0: Well, did you see what the Blue Jays are doing to teams? Oh, man. We need Gary back Mm -hmm. by the next time we play the Blue Jays. That ends this episode. Thank you, guys. Go, Yanks. Tell them, Graham.
1: Go, Yankees.